Jesus' name above every other man. Jesus, the only one we could ever be saved. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Oh, we live for you. Holy and holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up my eyes in wonder and show me who you are and lead me in your arms and lead me in your love to those around me. Jesus, the name above every other name. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. Live for you. Oh, we live for you. Jesus. Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the name above every other name. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe.
Amen, amen, amen. Now it's time to go into the next song. You've even gone to win my war. You come back with the head of my enemy. You come back and you call it my victory. All I did was pray. All I did was worship. All I did was bow. All I did was stay still. And hallelujah, you have saved me so much better the way. And together you are the defender 
of my heart when I thought I lost. You knew where I left me. You introduced me to your love. You picked up all my pieces and put me back together. You are the defender of my heart. And hallelujah, you have saved me so much better your way. And hallelujah, great defender, so much better your way. Amen, 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 amen. Hello, everyone. My name is Carlton White Guru. Welcome to Living Effectively, where we learn about the Word of God. For this is our victory, which has overcome the world, even our faith. First John 5, verse 4. Living Effectively takes place from every Saturday from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. And a Bible verse that I have for encouragement comes from the book of Romans 15, Romans 15 verse 13, that says, May the God of hope Fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. With that being said, I hope you're encouraged. And right before I invite the speaker, I will play the video for introduction. Amen. It's so much better to try and fail than it is to never try at all. Hey guys, it's me again. Douglas, and today I wanted to talk to you guys about dreaming big. Yeah, because see, I think a lot of us, we we are afraid to do what God has called us to do. You know, God has given each and every one of us gifts and abilities and talents that we are supposed to use to further the kingdom of God. And I think most of us are too afraid to actually use the talents that God has given us. And did you guys know that that word talent actually comes from a story in the Bible? Yeah, it comes from a parable that Jesus told. You see, like nowadays when we say talent, we're talking about like like something you're good at. But back then, way back then in the time of, of when Jesus was walking around on earth, a talent was like a big old bunch of money. So you could kind of picture it as like a talent was like a like a bag of gold, lots of money. And Jesus told this parable about a master who, who was going away, and so he gave his servants some talents for them to watch over. To, to one servant, he gave five talents and to another servant he gave two talents and to another servant he gave just one talent and the servant who had five talents which was like a crazy amount of money he went and he took that money and he used it to make more money right he used the talents that the master gave him and the second servant he took those two talents that the master gave him and he did the same thing he went and used those talents and he made more money with those talents both of those guys the guy who had five talents made 10 talents with that money and the guy who had two talents made four talents with that money they both doubled what they had but the servant who had just one talent he went and he took that talent and he dug a hole and he buried it because he was too afraid that the master would be mad at him if he lost that money and so a long time passed and the master came back and he was very very happy with the two servants who doubled the talents that he gave them but he was very upset with the servant who took the one talent that he had and buried it. And the one who buried the, the talent, he was, he was, you know, all defensive. He was like, well, I knew you were a hard man and I, I knew you'd be upset if I lost this money. And so I buried it. Look, here's exactly what you gave me. Here it is. But the master said, 
You know, at least you could have sent it to a bank or something. Then I'd have a little bit of interest. No, this this is a wicked thing you've done. And he took that servant and he threw him out. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes when I hear that story, I feel really bad for that servant. I'm like, he did the safe thing, right? And the safe thing is usually the good thing. But sometimes we get so obsessed with things being safe that we we don't take the risks that God wants us to take. You know, stepping out in faith and using the talents that God has given you to further the kingdom of God, that can be scary. You know, maybe God gave you a beautiful singing voice, but it can be really scary to go out and, and sing to people. And you know, the thing is, you might fail. You might say, oh, well, God wants me to go do this thing. And so you try to do that thing and you might fail. It might not turn out the way you think it's going to turn out. But the truth is that if you are using the gifts that God has given you to serve him, you can't fail. Now, I'm not saying that everything will always go the way you think it'll go, but I am saying that if you do quote-unquote fail, that's just an opportunity to learn and do better next time. Did you notice that in that parable, the, the two servants who used the money that they were given to make more money, the people who used the talents they were given to make more talents, neither of them lost what they used. Both of them succeeded in doubling what they were given. And so if you are working to use what God has given you to serve him, he will bless your efforts. He will. God wants you to dream big. He doesn't want you to be too afraid to do what he's called you to do. And so my challenge to you guys today is that you would use the gifts that God has given you to serve him. You know, don't be so afraid of using the talents that God has given you that you just bury them away in a hole. And if you've already done that, go dig them up. Go get a metaphorical shovel and dig up those talents and use them to further the kingdom of God. Use them to serve God. The only way to truly fail is to never really try. Hey guys, I hope you liked this video. And hey, today I want you to really... Re and, and amen. Good afternoon, each and every one of you. Thank you for logging in to Living Effectively. For this is our faith, which has overcome the world, even our faith. This is our strength. So, today we are going to talk about the talent. Amen? And I do appreciate so much the video, pretty much. It has introduced the message that I wanted to share to you today about the parable of the talents. Hopefully, by the end of this message, I'll be able to convince you to see it in a different perspective because God has a plan for each and every one of us. So before we say anything else, I just want us to pray and then we'll continue from there. Father, in Jesus' name, we just want to thank you for the privilege and that you have given unto us. That even God, as we start to this uh, service this, this afternoon, I'm praying that God shall speak to each and every one of us in the mighty name of Jesus. Influence each and every one through the power of the Holy Spirit. And cause us to hear what the Spirit of God says. In Jesus' precious name. And we all say, Amen. I miss each and every one of you. It's been a long time uh, since uh, we start, uh, I started ministering. And I thank God because of the ministers of God that God has given unto us. I appreciate all my co-workers all the pastors that have been ministering to us, all the evangelists, all these men and women of God. 
I just want to thank each and every one of you from the music, from the children, every department. My prayer this afternoon is that God may continue to bless you and use your talent even mightily to glorify his kingdom. Amen and amen. So the story, today we are going to learn about the parable of the talents, which is found in Matthew chapter 25, beginning from verse 40 and ending at verse 30. I will ask each and every one of you in your private meditation, please go back and from what you learned today. And as you read through it, hopefully God will be able to speak to you the way he wants you to hear and in a language that all of us can be able to understand. So to begin with, we are told of the parable start with a landowner, or in this case, who represent God in this parable. And this is what we are told. When an owner who left his estate to go on an extended trip, we are not told where he went or for how long. All we know is that at least a portion of his estate, along with all the daily work, is it entailed and trusted in the hands of three of his servants for the duration of his journey abroad. Hallelujah. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we read here, that is exactly what the scripture says. So Jesus likened the kingdom of heaven to a man entrusting his property to three servants before going to another country. Now, to read for us the first scripture, first person to read for us will be Calvin, Matthew chapter 25 from verse 14 and 15. Just read for us. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one, he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. Amen. Amen. Now, before I continue to to break it down, I want you to understand, when you read the ESV uh, footnote for Matthew 25 verse 15, this word reveals that a talent was a financial measurement equivalent to about 20 years worth of income. So it's important, the scripture says what? That the master entrusted his three servants. It's important for us to realize that the money did not belong to each and every one of them. It was given to them by the master. And as I said, one talent was equivalent to 20 years of hard work. Now, let me break it to you so that you may understand in our modern time. When you do a research offer by the ballpark estimate of 2018, it gave an average median household income in the United States to be about 63,179. Now, let us round to 60,000. Now, if we round to 60,000, that means the modern equivalent of an Asian talent of 20 years would be roughly 1.2 million. That is one talent. So the person you're talking here that had one talent 
if we are equipped to 1.2 million, that's a lot of money. And then the one who had five talents from the master, when we round off, it will be equivalent to $6 million. The first one was $1.2 million. And the one who had two, it will be, and the Bible says very well, it was the master who entrusted them. He gave them the money. You see, many times when we read it, we feel sorry for the person who had one talent. It's important for you to understand one thing. That water, now we are talking of one talent that is equivalent to $1.2 million. He was given that amount by the master. Why? Because the master trusted them. Hallelujah. So here we see in our PowerPoint, so the first servant given five bags of gold, which is equivalent to $6 million. The second servant was given two bags of gold, which is equivalent to $2.4 million. And the third servant was given $1 million. That is a lot of money in the city that I live in, even in the time that we are in. That's a lot of money. So he's not broke as you may think. He was entrusted with that money to bring profit to them all the time to the money that they were given. The second slide. So even the one who had one bag of gold, in essence, he had $1.2 million. Hallelujah to Jesus. So here we see the reliability. The first one was the accountability. the trust that the master had on them. He gave them the money. It's important again, I'm re- repeating myself so in, for people to understand that that money did not belong to them. It was the master who decided to give them according to their gift, according to their accountability, according to how much they can handle. So what are you trying to tell me, Pastor? This is the thing. In order for God to entrust you with much, what God looks from you is how much you can handle. So instead of fighting your neighbor or looking what your neighbor has, enlarge your territory. Ask yourself, what is it that I have? that I can be able to enlarge it in order for God to trust me with more. So when the master looked at the three of them, he gave them according to the level of how much they can handle. That is to say to some of us, if it means going to school, start going to school to enlarge. It means reading a book, whatever it takes for you to enlarge yourself. It means asking questions. It means associating yourself with people who have already made it so that you don't make the same mistake they made. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise the Lord. So here we are seeing, here we see the number one was the responsibility. Verse 14 to 15 talks about the responsibility. So each one was given based on 
the responsibility they can handle. Now, let's go to the second one. The second slide was the reliability from verse 16 to 18. Culture, read for us Matthew 25, verse 15, all the way uh, 15 to 16. To one, he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability, then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. Amen. So here we see the first reliability in Matthew 25, 16, all the way to 18. The first servant doubled his money. The second servant also doubled his money. But the third servant buries one bag of... Daylan, are you there? Read Matthew 25 to 16. 15 to 17. Yes, goes all the way. To one, he gave five talents. To another, two. To another one, to teach according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents were at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. Amen, amen. If I give a summary from 16 to 18, the first servant doubled his money. The second servant also doubled his one bag of gold. So, what happened then? Here we see when the master came and realized what they have done, he commended the two because of one thing. They were faithful in directed of them. Now, this is the key thing here. God is looking for your faithfulness. It is not so much as making or bringing the fruit. The fruit belongs to God. All God what is expected for with what he has given us. He will bring the fruit, but you have to be faithful to your talent. And in order for you to be faithful, when you know what the master expects of you, you will stop competing with your neighbor or with your friend. You stop looking what you don't have and begin to covet on what other people have. And that is exactly the, what happened to the third servant. Remember, he had $1.2 million. And that's a lot of money, but he did nothing with that money. Instead of even taking it to the bank, first servant and the second servant traded their money. He hide his $1.2 million. Why? Because he took the $1.2 million and thought it was his. He forgot that one, it was a privilege for the master to entrust him with that money. He would have chose to give it to someone else. But because he was selfish, and number two, he did not understand the intent. He did not understand the vision and the mission and the commission of the master. 
He went ahead and hide $1.2 million. What a shame. And some of us, ladies and gentlemen, God has given us so much talent that no money can buy. But instead of utilizing, beginning to use the talent that God has given us, we start feeling envy. We become jealousy of other people's gift. We forget even the gift that we have does not belong to us. We as servants is to hear well done, good and faithful servant. God wants to share the joy with us. Just like this master, he wanted to share the joy together with his servants. These were not his co-workers. They were not partners with the master. They were servants. So for the master to choose to step that low in order to share with them, if there are people who are supposed to be grateful, who are the servants, because he was a good master, he wanted to share the joy of rewarding together with his servants. That's why when the two, the first two did what they were required, The master said, well done, good and faithful servant. Welcome in. He invited them in to share the joy. And for the one who chose not to listen to the master, to do his own thing, being led by his own ego and selfishness, he was cast out. Hallelujah to Jesus. So remember the first thing, ladies and gentlemen, In order for you to stay in the kingdom of God, in order for you and me to enjoy the benefit of the kingdom, we have to know what our master expects of us. We have to obey him, not other people. We have to do what the kingdom requires of us. Otherwise, we'll be cast out in darkness to suffer with the rest. God forbid that after hearing this message, waste your talent, waste your time instead of doing what God expects of each one of us. So remember, the gift that you have is not your own. It belongs to God and each and every one of us. We will have to stand before God and give an account if family, how you treated your wife, how you treated your children. If you are a spouse, you will have to give an account on how you treated your husband, how you treated your children. And if your children, you will have to give an account how you obeyed your mother or how you obeyed your father or how you decided to do your own thing. Each and every one of us, And the people who will be invited in are those who did what the master required of them. If there's anything that I want to hear, it's welcome, good, and faithful servant. Come in and be partaker of the joy. I want to be partaker of what God has for each and every one of us. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now we'll continue. Verse 18 to 21.
Carlton, read verse 18 to 21. But the man who had received one more bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and yet hid and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of the servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. And then finally, his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Amen. Keep continuing. Continue reading. Okay. All to the end. Up to 30. Up to 30. Okay. And it says, the man the man who with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, oh, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that I returned. I would I would have received a little back with interest. So so take the bag of gold from him and give it to him to the one who has 10 bags. For whoever will be given more and they will have an abundance, whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. 30. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. So remember, again, belonged to the master. None of them had to earn it, but it was freely given by the master, including that one person who had the talent. I was able to give to you in our modern time how much that one talent costed. It was equivalent to 20 years of hard work. And based on the median average of an American, which is close to about 60,000 if we round it, we, when we multiply that one by 20 years of hard work, it's equivalent to $1.2 million. So that is to say, by reason of the generosity of the master, he was able to make even that one servant who had one talent rich, but he chose out of his own accord not to utilize that $1.2 million that was given to him to profit the master. So as a result, he was kicked out of the palace, out of where the master was living. And please, these are the key points that I want you to get. 
if there's anything that we need to learn out of this talent, number one, we need to model faithfulness. Please, if there's a thing that you need to understand, we need to model faithfulness. Why? Because faithfulness is our standard. Remember, the result belongs to him. The result, all what God was looking, all what the master was looking on these three servants was faithfulness. Number two, don't just grow. Grow faithful. Hallelujah. Remember, it is to grow the church. It's God's job to grow your business. It is God's job to bless the work of your hand. It is God's job to bless your family. Only be faithful. Please listen to this. It's our job to grow in faithfulness. Grow in faithfulness. All what God requires to each and every one of us is to bring in faithfulness. Fruitfulness belongs to God. I cannot emphasize all that. Hallelujah to Jesus. God. It is the master who decided to invite the servant and gave them the money. Remember, they were not equal with the master. They were servant. Their job was to be seen and not to say anything. They do their job and out. But the master out of his joy, out of love as part of his partnership in his company to see if they can also benefit from the resources that the master had. The first two, the one who was given five talents, he went and worked hard and brought in five. And the master was so happy. The second person too who was given two, remember one talent was equivalent to 1.2 million dollars. That is to say the one who was given six a uh, five talent was equivalent to six million dollars. He went and worked hard and bring another six million dollars for the company of the master to the company. The second servant was given two talents, which was equivalent to 2.4 million dollars. The same thing he went and worked hard, and he became part and parcel of the company. What? Because he was faithful, exactly what the master had instructed them. As a result, the first two were part of the joy. But the third servant, because of his wicked intention, the master had no problem. The master never compared the third servant with the first two. He didn't say, how come you didn't? But at least to bring something. I don't expect you to bring like the one who had five or the one who had two, but bring something. What am I trying to say? That little talent that you, every day you look at it and you decide not to use it. That is what God will use it to take you to the next level. 
What am I trying to say? Between you and the next level, you can choose to bury it and complain like the rest. Or you can choose to put it work. And God will see to it that not only will you be promoted, but you'll be partaker. You'll be partaker of God's joy. In closing, I want to close with this story. One of his servants. So he went abroad and then he called the servant. And he told him, I want you to build me a house. How much will it cost? The, of course, he calculated. He says, it's going to cost. Let me give it. Let me give it the number. Two million dollars. The master went ahead and sent the money back. So this servant, instead of doing that, he went and bought the land in a cheaper place. He bought cheap labor, cheap materials, and he started building the house. After many days, just like the story of the master, he told the person, his servant, I'm coming to that country. And he was so anxious, he wanted to go and see where the house was. So he went over, he even invited his friend, and he also told the servant, go ahead and invite your friends. So that was a good number, good multitude of people to come and celebrate joy. And now it came to the moment that he was looking forward. So he called the servant in front. He said, give me the key to the house. So the master inspected the house and they asked him, are you sure this is 1.2? This, this house cost 2 million. He said, yes. So when he tried to open the door, this house cost $2 million. I sent it over to my servant to build to, to me. So after inspecting everything inside, and then he came out, he called the servant and he said, hey, I've been thinking of so much things to do for you, but I didn't know what to do. Guess what? The house that you just built belongs to you. That person was so much ashamed that he was given, thinking that he was cheating the master, but he was cheating himself. So all the other money he wasted, thinking that he was cheating the master. But in the end, the one who looked a fool was every one of us, a gift. How we use it depends on how God will trust us. So remember, the accountability belongs to you. For God to rely on you, it's my prayer that we'll stop now looking from the left or from the right or comparing ourselves with other people. Just do what God has called you. If you're a pastor and God has called you for 10 people, be faithful with those 10. If he have called you to 100 people, be faithful with 100. He have called you for the 1,000, come. All what you will say is based on your faithfulness. Are you faithful for the 10? If you are faithful for the 10 and the one who had a 1,000 people was faithful. All of you, you will share in the master's joy because you did exactly what God expects of us. So may the Lord bless you. Let this be a lesson for us today that from today henceforth, we shall utilize 
the gift that God has given us. We shall no longer compare ourselves with us because the Bible says if we compare ourselves with others, we are not wise. All things belong to God, including you, including the resources that God has given you. Into to bring them in the way of the Lord. Shall we all pray in Jesus' name? Father, in Jesus' name, we just want to thank you for the privilege that you've given unto us. You have trusted us so much with different gifts and talents. I pray, Father, in areas that we have let you down of not utilizing the gift as you expected of us, we ask for forgiveness and we make a decision from today henceforth to be faithful with what you're giving us. Because what you require from us is not just the fruit, it's faithfulness. Because all power belongs to you. You are the one that brings the fruits, but you require on us to model faithfulness. Because faithfulness is our standard. And when we are faithful with the little, as your word says, you will entrust us with the much. I pray that you may help us through the power of your Holy Spirit that you've invested in us. For now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can think or imagine according to the power that work in us. To him be all the glory in Jesus' precious name. And we all say, Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we all share together goodness and mercy and surely? Goodness and mercy should follow you all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Shalom, peace and life to you all. And always remember, Jesus is Lord over your life. Go! And use your talent wisely. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. I love you with the love of Christ. Amen. Bye. God bless you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.